Mischief, Arby's, Taco Bell, Radio Shack, Coke. Okay. It's a good show. We could... Let's see how fast. Do you want to you wanna cut... Ta- we could cut Taco Bell. Why don't we... I don't really know what to say other than, like, that looks all right. <laughs> it doesn't look great to me. It doesn't yeah. look bad. My concern would be it would get super soggy. Yeah. Because I feel like... I don't know. So, something about a, a cheese it. One of the core ingredients of a cheese it is that it's got to be crunchy. You're just a cheese it hater, though. No, I don't hate cheese its that are just less goldfish enjoyable could, to me than goldfish. Goldfish could never put a big ass. You could never put a big ass goldfish in a taco. You easily could. No, you couldn't. You easily could. No, I mean it would be arguably a cooler idea if you put. Like if you just like had a big goldfish and then you just made it like a taco, be like a Doritos Locos taco. Oh, that's a good in, fucking idea. Put it inside of a giant goldfish. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they come out with giant goldfish? Is that a thing that I maybe invented in my brain? Um, potentially. Yeah, they might be big. Like they might be big goldfish, but I'm talking about like mm. a taco size goldfish. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good idea. I think you should bring that to I know, Taco I should, Bell Innovation. I need to. I need to DM Jess. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think. I think you're onto something. Yeah, but you're not a goldfish guy. You're a yeah. I I would take the big ass big ass Taco Bell cheese it any day. I would even like to try it plain, just you know, big cheese it, um, just on its own. You know what I had this weekend? I was on a little bit of a road trip. Oh yeah, I had cheese it puffed. Oh, are you familiar? No, I've never. So cheese it puffed, p u f f apostrophe d puffed. Like uh, what Australians say when they get all sweaty. That's right. They get puffed. Um, a Cheez-It puffed is essentially just a Cheeto. It's like cool. a square Cheeto. Hmm. The Not the crunchy. Yeah. The other side. The puffed yeah, side, yeah, yeah. essentially. But it's a square. It's, a, it, it? it's in Cheez-It shape. Huh. And it has the consistency and taste and flavor of a Cheeto. Yeah. Are you, yeah, is, this that is, sounds cool. Kevin and I, I are, try it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shall we get that, to yeah, the show? Fuck it. Yeah, that's a good cold open. Three, two, one. Kevin, what's up? How are you, buddy? I'm alright. It's been too long. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. <laughs> It's been too long. Two you weeks. Can agree. You and I can both agree. It's been too long since you and I have sat face to face, head to head at the table of death yeah. to record a podcast. <laughs> I know. We're both wearing stripes today. I know. I, I got I, a I, good I, good shirt on. Thank you. Vertical stripes <laughs> yeah. are slimming. Yeah. Very flattering on, yeah, the, on yeah. the thicker individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, haven't, we have to apologize to the people. We didn't podcast last week. That just didn't happen. We didn't. I think two weeks ago we did it late. Yeah. And then last week we didn't do it at all. We're being which delinquents. I gotta say, is not a good sign for the podcast. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we gotta get our shit back together. We gotta get we gotta get it right. Yeah. But so we apologize. First and foremost, I, Alex Hunter, and Kevin Batori here <laughs> issue a formal apology to the people, to the fans, to the listeners that um, we've been slacking. Yeah. We admit it. And that's the first step is admitting you have a problem. You know, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. I'd like to apologize (laughs) to absolutely fucking no one. (laughs) Well, I will apologize. And here's what I have to say. I will apologize, but I'll also give an excuse, which is, uh, you know, (laughs) classic um, male behavior, which is sometimes there's going to be weeks in the middle of the summer where we have a lot of things to do, Mm -hmm. but also we want. We, we need to prioritize not working. Mm-hmm. And there was a perfect storm of the beautiful weather, but also the fact that we had, we've had more, we more work to do than we've had in a long time. We had a kind of couple of things kind of just converge. Hot fires. Hot fires, big projects, needy clients at the same exact time. And it just happened to be the summer. So, um, I was away for a little bit. I'm going away again. Kevin, um, was off a couple days. And again, this is just summer, this is summertime stuff, right? You know, off season stuff. Yeah. And, um, what do they call it in the NBA where, um, 
they rest LeBron's legs. Uh, load management. Load management. That is what is, is that, happening is that what here you're, today. That's the card you're pulling. I'm pulling the load <laughs> management card. Do if if you're a fan of the podcast, right? You know, back in my day, you know, podcast stars mm. would podcast every week. They wouldn't take a night off. Nope. They would do it. For you know, fans. no matter what, they'd do it for the fans. They'd show up. They'd yep. they'd lace up the shoes yep. and they'd get out there. They yep. wouldn't take nights off. Yep. They wouldn't. Exactly. You know, they wouldn't complain about load management. They would just find a way to get it done. Yeah. For the people that paid for the tickets, they would show yeah. up and be there. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we apologize. We apologize <laughs> for that. But I will say, if you're a listener of the fan, a fan of the podcast, you want us to do this podcast full time all the time, right? Or you want us to do this forever. We like doing it and we mm-hmm. want to continue to do it. You got to cut us some slack a little bit sometimes and just say, I get it, guys. You know, life is life is gets hard sometimes and sit in front of a microphone um, isn't always, uh, you know, part of the cards. Yes, part of the cards. Let's uh, yeah. Let's move. Mm-hmm. Let's move mm-hmm. this puppy along. Yeah, yeah. So we, Kevin and I are recording at nine fifteen a.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah, that's great. If our brains sound a little slow, I feel great. You feel great. Yeah. I'm I'm trying actively to try to get this coffee inside of my system so that I can you know sort of uh, uh, activate. Yeah, I've been hitting the. Uh, I've been doing a making a mocha pot in the morning, which is kind of like an espresso, and then I put it over wow. ice and shake it up, and then Damn. strain it. Oof, you're then, fucking flying. Yeah, so I feel Kevin, talk to good. me uh, while I uh, caffeinate. Um, talk to me about the hot dog eating contest. Yeah, so, you know, it's been a while, clearly, and uh, yes. I didn't get to talk about the hot dog eating contest. My, yes. you know, I would say favorite New York sporting event. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be the best. Um, the people watching, just all the freaks come out. Um, I got there at 7 a.m. I was probably, I was probably number 30 in line. Um Luckily, I was standing in the shade for that entire time. Um, and I think if you remember last year, I said, quote, me and Jeff Cardos are going to be wearing diapers. Uh, mm. And I'm here to tell you that we didn't. We, first off, Jeff bailed because he's a coward. Oh. And then second off, I didn't even need to wear a diaper because of my liquid management. It was uh, mm. I was very strategic about my hydration. I was hydrating at night. I had some <laughs> Pedialyte. I made sure I came in there hydrated, and while I was in line, I had a bottle of water, and then right before, you know, 9 a.m., they let us in, so I stand up for two hours. I went to the bathroom right before they let us in at the porta potty got back in line, got in there, and then I had one bottle of water, a couple PB&Js, some Ritz crackers for salt, for water retention, um, and honestly, I I killed it. I couldn't have, couldn't have managed it better because... I had an, I had enough water to wet my whistle. I wasn't about to pass out or anything. I was I was locked in. I I, I fucked it up. So shout out to me for that. Um, Kevin, can I just hold up real quick for a second? I would. It's the a, way, the it was passion a of which you just expressed how good of a job you did holding in your piss is really truly. <laughs> no, it wasn't even. I didn't even need to hold it. Alex. Is who did a better job that day? Um, Joey Chestnuts <laughs> eating seventy something hot dogs. No, six, and, he, ate, he ate sixty three. Yeah, because some guy fucking and he slammed hit, a protester, <laughs> which a, was bonkers. A protester or Kevin who strategically timed his uh, urination and his um, salt intake to be able to maximize hey, his listen, standing in line. There was a girl who was in front of me who passed out. <laughs> And then this lady who I was standing next to literally had a chair in there, and, wow. the, and people were like, "Oh, like can can she sit in the chair?" And the lady was like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> um, so wow. all the freaks were out. Wow! Um, wow! And it was insane being that close. I actually quite enjoyed the women's Mik- contest. Mik- Mickey Sudo. Mickey Sudo. Mickey yeah. Sudo. Her and um, I, I can't f- remember her first name, but uh, something Lesko. She okay. won last year. Yeah. Uh, she was like just. Well, famously, Miki Sudo did not uh, participate last year yeah, because she, she was pregnant. Yeah, and she she had her kid on stage after oh, she no won, way. and no yeah, way. it was a it was a good moment. It was it was a nice moment for the sport. I agree. Um, she should be more uh, famous slash known. Yeah. I feel like she's uh, as impressive as Joey is. Yeah, she's dope. She's incredible. She, how many followers do you think she has on Instagram? Uh, probably like forty five k. Nine. Nine k. Okay. Not great. I, I'm we need to get them. more more uh, justice for uh, Miki. Yeah, because that one was sick. I thought that one was a little bit more of a competition, even though she did actually smoke whoever she was. Uh, yeah, the, the next two people who you, were dope. It was closer, you're saying. Yeah, but um, it was just so sick. To, I was like second row. Um, I was. I think this dude's like 
I, I was I was with people who go like every year. I think there's one dude who shows up with cowbells every year. I was right yeah. behind him. Yeah. Um, and good fucking time. Uh, experiencing <laughs> that so close, I will never. I'll probably never go and not go early again. Like there's not really no point to even going if you're not going to show up and just be front row. I saw your clips on 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 the gram, uh, and it did appear as though you were. Um, close enough to Joey Chestnut to the point where, like, if he like <clears throat> was like shaking his head back and forth, some of maybe like hot dog guts or water could have gotten. On yeah, you. I That's mean they're trained professionals, so they're they're uh, they would never do that. There's no real splash zone. I wish there was a splash zone. You would have that would have been sick. You would have been you would have been in the splash zone uh, if there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You if were that close. They, I think the barricades needed to be a little bit further closer to the stage. Um, okay, but there's um, and then if you. Obviously, if you were keeping up with it, you saw that there was a protester who ran up on the stage. The whole event was fucking crazy. Yeah, but I so I didn't, that was the craziest part. So I didn't see it. A, I didn't see it live. B, I never watched it. I recorded it so I could watch it, but I did. I haven't yeah, had a chance. They to watch didn't. It. They, it, it wasn't on ESPN. They cut away. Oh, yeah, the protester. Yeah, because they're like on a delay. Oh. but um, there was um, so the initial protester guy came up and then mm-hmm. like did you kinda, see him come up? Yeah, you like nudged chestnut out of the way to yeah. hold up his sign yeah. which is like uh the protesting for some pig farm in utah oh, okay which, Got you it. know probably is fucked up and yeah. shitty yeah yeah feels like i didn't know what they were protesting for and pig, yeah, it was pigs. like a star they were like a animal darth vader or fucking okay. yeah i guess darth vader mask okay um, makes sense and joey just grabs him fucking slams him to the ground and didn't even miss a fucking chew yeah. just uh you know, threw him off. He had a broken leg, so his pace was... He wasn't getting the uh, up and down, mm. you know, jumping motion. Mm. He wasn't getting the gravity working with him, so... So he was playing yeah. hurt anyway. Yeah, yeah. And but 63, you know, on a broken leg and with a protester, not yeah. a bad day. Probably um, more than enough to win, right? Like, Oh, yeah. That yeah. next person... That's what I always say. Like, I wish there was someone else that like, could... Like, a Kobayashi-type figure yeah, I that think could, like... The next go- person was, like... 15 to 20 behind yeah. which is closer than it usually is but got it got it got it and that's because he had a broken leg do you know what how he broke his leg do um, i think it's a ruptured tendon actually but i, I didn't mm. i think he it's not known i don't think he's telling people well i saw the clip and i was obviously impressed by the fact that like he didn't even hesitate like i think that was one of the things that was really most impressive to me because it happened pretty quickly where the guy comes up kind of like holds up a sign gets right next to joey knocks him while he's eating which i imagine has got to be quite startling right? yeah because you're like i mean no matter what you say about these uh sort of athletes these performers uh, athletes there, yeah 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 um A- athletes athletes like to get that much food into your system is both an art and a science yeah and i would imagine if someone knocks into you while you're doing that that's probably dangerous i would mm-hmm. imagine right in the same yeah, way if you choke ran, yeah you could choke or if you ran onto a basketball court while someone's jumping like you could really hurt yourself and them um he doesn't even hesitate before he takes him by the neck i think he's been training at, for, for this moment and someone said that it looked like he tried to snap him in half like a hot dog <laughs> and if you watch the video back that's what it does look like he kind of like jerks him back where he tries to kind of like really not like not just throw him down on the ground, but literally tries to like snap his neck. Yeah, he looks like an alligator roll. Yeah, which I, though maybe a bit too aggressive. Listen, but again, he's in like, the zone. That's dude. what like, I mean. He's uh, yeah. Don't get don't get between the goat and his fucking yeah. hot dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, don't do that. Don't do. That. And I think it's not going to pan out. A lesson was learned. So, um, but I root for chaos in a lot of uh, you know type yeah. of situations like this. So that's probably as exciting as anything. Yeah, right? it was really dope. I wish. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I had my phone out. I probably would have gotten some, uh, you know, some good content. No, I, w- I would have gotten probably the best view mm, of the incident. The best view of the incident, maybe you know, get some get yeah. some media dollars. But you know, Kevin, I, I witnessed it live. It was it, that's good enough. That's and the, I had a fucking killer time. That's so. the thing about these live events and concerts, uh, uh, sporting events, um, hot dog eating contests. Enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. the experience of it. Take it in. Don't don't try to capture it for your fucking ten Instagram followers. Get out of here. You know what? You know who's on the hot seat? Who's this on year? the hot seat? Ooh, new new segment. Yeah. Hot seat cool throw All of my friends. Nobody wanted to go. <laughs> hot and seat for Kevin's friends. Nobody wanted to go. And you know, obviously I didn't expect anyone to go early, but mm. like nobody even wanted to meet me down there. Oof. So, you know. Yeah. Shout call out, out shout, call out, out. shout out call to all my out. friends. Um mm-hmm. 
if you were out of town, okay. Last year we 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 came through deep because it was in the in the stadium and had had seats. But mm. uh, you know you got to stand and you can't do it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Kevin, um, the listeners out there, um, reach out to Kevin so that he um, can can bring his uh, his Motley crew back to the hot dog eating. No, contest. I don't even care. I'll go solo. That was fucking Kevin. Great. You're a legend. Um, because we have a lot to get to and not a ton of time, I'm gonna have to keep this uh, train moving. Um, question for you: Have you seen the Minions movie? I have not, but. I have been seeing the minions just out and about just every as people No, like my timelines flooded with them. Uh, I watched the bachelor. Mm. I saw a couple commercials. Yes. watched bachelor last night. saw a couple commercials for Oof. the new movie. Yeah. Um, some, some collab commercials with like Liberty insurance. Jesus. Um, they're fucking everywhere. Like, yeah. um, they, it's great it's take it's a takeover yeah it's a minions takeover i think we talked about it on the podcast like two weeks ago they yeah did they did pro- the olipop olipop but like and since then i've seen like no less than like 10 different product collabs i think you're right like they're doing insurance collabs whoever's doing the partnerships uh yeah. work over at whatever dreamworks or whatever yeah. uh, movie uh, studio that puts out minions uh, that person deserves a raise because that person absolutely crushed it making minions yeah. the absolute s- blockbuster movie of the summer yeah and you want some numbers alex oh, please do i ever all right so i got some numbers for you Kevin, um this is about me. minions yeah uh, this it. rise of grew 80 million dollars to make <sighs> you know mm. not not huge animation opening weekend expensive opening weekend what do you they got? did 125 mil oof pretty good opening weekend mm-hmm. on a holiday weekend too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and people are not going to the theaters. Yeah, and that I mean it's it's kind of huge for the times we're in because nobody's yeah, yeah, going yeah, to the theaters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you want to hear the marketing budget? Sure. Ooh, two hundred eighty-five mil so far. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it doesn't seem like that much. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, the fact that the marketing budget is what three times the movie. What do you say? Eighty million. To Eighty make million. It? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a lot of money, but I guess it's yeah. going a long way. And I, here's what here's my one question that I have with it. One of the reasons why I love doing this podcast with you, Kevin, because I, I have to ask you this question: as a man of the memes, as a as a as a meme connoisseur, as a sort of a as as an internet um, spokesperson mm-hmm. and spokesperson for the youth, do we believe that this hoopla, the TikToks, the Instagram stories, the trend of like kids dressing up and going to the theaters to see minions, like? The memification of minions for this new movie is that a plant? It's hard to say. Yeah, I think potentially it could be. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen some funny like response uh, TikToks about like you know Miramax, like Miramax seeing like yes. groups of thirty yes. kids going to see minions in suits, and they're like you know rubbing their hands together. Yes, of course. Um, I mean, I think partially it could be like. Yeah. They just threw so much fucking money behind this that like it's hard to think that this could be organic. Like that soundtrack, they got a lot of big names on it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy. Jack um, Antonoff and like all his friends, like basically every every musician that people like is yeah, like on the minions. Tierra Wack, Caliucci's. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's crazy. But it's hard to believe that it's not a plant. Yeah. Um, I guess for I guess what I will say is I, I do think that minion like minions came out when i was like despicable me came out when when i was in high school yeah um so i kind of caught wind of it i knew some people in my like high school in my class were like fucking with it because like you know kind of out of irony kind of out of like having younger siblings and seeing it and being like oh this is not actually that bad it's kind of funny yeah um but i think for that generation i think it's kind of a defining movie and i think it's almost like a shrek to Mm -hmm. them so it's like yeah. You know, the fandom of Shrek for, like, a person like me, you know, defining childhood movie, <laughs> like, it's that, but it's, you know, it, they feel that way about got it. Despicable Me. Yeah. And then, here, I got... I got does it make I, you feel old, Kev? Like, do you make... Does it make you feel like there's a new generation that grew up on... on not really. I mean, they're pretty funny, so I don't... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, But I, I, I've been very much enjoying the the showing up in suits. Yes. Um, I, I saw I saw funny. one where they brought like they're um, they pretended to be they had a crew pretend to be like you know working on the bathroom and they brought a, a trash can full of bananas, bananas in. yeah I saw um, that. It, it's just it's good fun I I've, I've been loving I've yeah. been loving what I'm seeing the idea of yeah that was the one that really um, uh, piqued my interest the most is the one where the kids are like it's like a whole like 
fraternity of like yeah. college bros yeah. and they're like this is the moment we've been waiting for and they yeah. all dress like to the nines tuxes yeah. and people are renting suits. out fucking yeah. whole ass movie theaters yeah and to go crew, to see yeah. it and treating it like it's a you know a prestigious event which is pretty funny i mean minions has had internet uh i don't want to say clout but it's had internet oh they circulate for sure yeah like long before the movie and i feel like this is like the culmination of like years of minion memes and just, you know, now there's a movie and, you know, obviously um, reels and TikTok. It just, it all kind of culminated in this sort of moment. Yeah. So I got a couple more numbers for you before, yeah, we, yeah, uh, yeah, before we get off. Despicable Me 1 grossed uh, 543 million. Yeah. 2 grossed 970 million and 3 grossed over a billion. Cheese. Yeah, I mean, insane. I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a smash. It's a smosh film. And did it did it beat Top Gun? Because I guess that's my question. I don't know. know. I, I I didn't I didn't go that deep. But uh, top box office. I have something uh, here uh, from two days ago. Top Gun nears one point two billion in the box office. So as oh shit. Minions well. two nears four hundred million. So we're talking, right. well, yeah, we're, we're we're talking some big. big I bet Top Gun's budget is much, much, much larger. Oh my god! I mean, the fact that um, yeah. just to do uh, Tom Cruise's CGI on his face is like you know at least a couple yeah. million, you know. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go see it. We should we should go see it um, in the coming weeks. I'm pretty busy, but you know, yeah, yeah, we should yeah, make yeah. some we'll time. Do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kevin, Kevin, you've really stacked the upfront of the show, you know, again, know, yeah. the question is, do we even have to do topics every week? I mean, that's another bigger question for the, for, for, for us to ponder, but, um, Kevin, talk to me about this story. It's a, it's a, it coming out of Ulster County, New York, which I believe is upstate, but I could be wrong about that. Um, there was a sticker contest, um, uh, for July, it was for voting. And so, uh, everyone was familiar with the, I voted stickers, which yeah. I always think look particularly uh bad um from a design perspective and i always thought that yep, they got a lot of clout these days though yeah well they they carry a lot of weight but the actual design of them is bad yeah. um so they put they had a little contest and um uh apparently a uh the internet uh and tiktok became enamored by a 14 year old's uh captivating i voted sticker kevin how would you describe the sticker i would say it's like a like a, a lone head on a spider body like it almost <laughs> looks kind of like a a virus from like a Jimmy Neutron cartoon or it's, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable. I do think this story is falling a little flat without the visual. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll, yeah. it'll be in the show notes, but so, so, check it out. so basically um, this, this sticker caught um, the, uh, the hearts and minds of the internet and TikTok, and now um, had 37,000 votes, which was imagine way, you know, um, Oh, actually, it garnered 51,000 votes, which yeah. is 94% of the uh, of the population. So, yeah, um, it's mainly like a kid. It was like a kid's contest. Yeah. Um, or like, a, I don't know. I think the winning one was like maybe 14 or something or maybe eight. I don't I don't remember. But uh, yeah, it, it, TikTok got a hold of it. And, yeah. uh, you know, I voted for sure. I voted for that sticker. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And uh I think it's a much better version of the I voted sticker. I would like to see it, you know, circulate nationally. Mm-hmm. I was correct. Ulster County upstate, actually not too far where I was this weekend. It's uh, right at sort of outside Kingston, sort of in the Hudson Valley. So um, uh, one thing I really liked was I don't think that the people of, 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 of this town um, of Ulster County understand the irony here. Mm-hmm. So I have a quote. It says, quote, I was the first person from our office to ever see this design. And I remember that moment vividly, <laughs> said Ashley Ditus, Democratic Commissioner for the Board of Elections. I even printed it out and brought it around to everyone in the office because I thought it was so cool. Everyone agreed. Hudson sticker has gone viral on TikTok. Gen Z is more powerful. And basically, this sticker was unanimously decided that it was the one. Um, so shout out to Hudson Rowan. 14 years old from Marble Town, who uh, dominated this uh, this design contest. So yeah, it's a it's an iconic design. I think that's kind of yeah. where designs go in these days. It's, yeah, uh, for sure. Kind of a wily children's drawing. Yeah, that it, took a couple seconds <laughs> to pump out. It does have a bit of a liquid death type vibe to it. So maybe that uh, maybe this kid has a future in uh, branding. Who yeah, so, I'll, um, I'll reach out. Cool, Kevin. We're gonna actually start the program. Um, not that 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 wasn't the program. 
it's yeah. just it's, was the pre-show. Yeah, weird to line this we have. Show. It is a weird line. Maybe we don't need to announce the lines quite so vividly. Sure, yeah. Um, first story of the day is comes from the good people at Mischief. Mischief has probably occupied um, our brains on this show as much as any other uh, group of people have, and that's because each week they put out something that's uh, you know pretty pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say over the last couple of months they've kind of pivoted pretty hard to sneaker culture. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about that quite a bit. They had the wavy babies. They put out a couple different sneakers and um, getting sued, getting sued by vans. And they kind of continue to sort of, um, you know, kind of make stuff for the stock X hype beast type crowd, which I think they've um, done. Uh, you know, they, I assume that's um, that has been successful for them. So I understand why they would kind of continue to go back to that. Um, this week they've kind of taken a pivot back to sort of what I would imagine or what I think is probably their, um, bread and butter, which is, uh, making fun of rich people. Yeah. And so the idea is pretty great. Um, they have an ice cream truck that's driving around both, um, LA and New York from Monday, July 11th to Wednesday, July 13th. So we're Tuesday, July 12th. So we're right in the middle of that. And they're selling popsicles that look like those like sort of old school, um, sort of ice cream or yeah, like the SpongeBob ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Gumball eyes, gumball eyes on a sort of stick. Um, you, you would, uh, typically get it out of an ice cream truck that's a uh, you know sort of driving around in the summer. Except these are called Eat the Rich popsicles. They have uh, five different uh, flavors. The flavors are Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, and Jack Ma. And so they're pretty funny. They yeah. sort of create their faces in the sort of the old school classic ice cream popsicle um, you know design and. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of this? So first off, I'm going to start off by saying that I think this is an impressive feat of manufacturing. Yes. I think it's cool that they were able to make five different molds for these popsicles. I'm sure this is kind of a nightmare to produce. Um, I, I would say that about almost every Mr. Project. It's as impressive from a creative standpoint as it is from a production mm-hmm. execution standpoint. Yeah. And um ideologically sure like i i like yes to eat the rich this is a cool pop-up um but i'm a little i'm kind of out on the uh you know just co-opting of that uh that 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 phrase um call me old-fashioned but yeah in my day eat the rich was a uh a call to (sighs) it was it wasn't it wasn't a cute like thing you put on a dress it was a uh Mm. it was a a call for blood and uh You know, I'm a little disappointed to see the uh, the movement co-opted like that a little bit, yes, um, and yes. almost taken a little bit lightly. And um, you know, I saw a bunch of the kids on TikTok going off about uh, you know fighting capitalism with capitalism and you know stuff like that. But that's that's my take. It makes sense, Kevin. I mean, obviously, this is something that would. Uh, traditionally sort of pique your interest or sort of like is aimed so hard at you, Kevin, as someone who is, um, has said, you know, sort of anti, you're anti-capitalist and sort of generally want to eat the rich. But this is so like, this is using your um, ideologies and sort of belief system yeah. as a sort of marketing gimmick, dare I say. And it's... Um, yeah, for a $10 popsicle. Yeah, I mean, they're they're clearly doing this you know, obviously they're going to get attention. They're yeah, gonna, yeah. This I, this has already gone pretty viral. I've seen oh, it on for like sure, a yeah. lot of different places because it's smart and it's it's well executed. Yeah, like you absolutely. said, it's very funny. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I could understand why you, someone who actually like, I don't know, this is this is your culture is their <laughs> costume a, a little bit. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm a little like, well, you know, I don't, yeah. It's like I'm a, funny, old, but like, I'm a little old man here. Yeah, you are. But it's okay. I mean, like, I think this is, um, yeah, this is this is funny, but it's also like making light of something that like I think some people take seriously yeah. to a certain extent. I do not, but and so I think it's very funny. <laughs> um, but I think it's. Uh, you are you know. are you gonna buy a ten dollar popsicle? I'm not. I mean, if if it was if it was right outside our door and I was right there and I um and I had ten, you know, I just could easily acquire one yeah sure um so i could take a picture of it and put it on my instagram well, stories it's not, it's not too far it's like a, you know yeah but that I mean that would require yeah. walking i got a busy schedule kevin yeah true you yeah. know yeah um so i think again i i will say this this feels like mischief 
um, do again, I've been critical of mischief when they've done things that I thought were sort of less uh, great than the sort of very high standards that I have for them. Uh, this one is this this one I would rank pretty high up, to be honest. I feel like this is like um, this is kind of mischief doing mischief well. Yeah, I like their food. Uh, I like their food drops. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, and they always do a good job with design. I, I hadn't seen the website, but I'm on it right now, which is just like I think that's the thing that mischief gets right um, pretty consistently is that. Um, the details, right? The truck is an authentic, like ice New York ice cream truck. It's got sort of like the packaging is perfect. The actual ice cream bars look great. The website is solid. Like it all, you know, for a weekly thing that's going to be gone next week, mm. it's 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 very well executed across the board. So for sure, um, I give them credit for that. And I think the and the ideas are traditionally good. So I think this is one of their better one of their better ideas I've seen from them in a while. So um, credit credit to them. Um, Moving on, speaking of kind of good ideas in the food space, Arby's is teamed up with Old Spice. I feel like we've talked about Arby's also quite a bit here. Um, and this is kind of like... They love a collab. Yeah, they do love a collab. And this is part... And, and remember the Arby's like marketing person was like, we're trying to find new ways to like get Arby's into the hands and minds of people. I think that was something that was said. But Yeah, with the push a T shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they're back. Um, they're teaming up with Old Spice, who... You know, famously did uh, you know some really great commercials in sort of the uh, 2000s. So this one feels like a, a match made in heaven, right? Two sort of offbeat brands that um, probably are both Wyden and Kennedy um, advertising uh, clients. Old Spice and Arby's have joined forces to tackle the meat sweats with a long-lasting sweet, uh, sorry, sweat protection of Old Spice sweat defense dry spray. So no longer have to fear the treacherous moment halfway through a delicious Arby's half pound roast beef sandwich. Dreaded meat sweats strike with a vengeance. Defeat it once and all. You need the ultimate limited edition meat sweat defense kit now available. So Kevin, what the hell is this? Is it just deodorant? I think it's a, it's a $60 box of deodorant yes. um, products and maybe a shirt or something. Got it. Are you so? My question is, mm-hmm. I don't really eat Arby's. And yeah, definitely I not. rarely get the meat sweats, and yeah. when I do get the meat sweats, I'm kind of like, am I having the meat sweats, or am I going to fucking cardiac arrest right now? <laughs> am I am I about to die? Like, yeah, I it's I don't know if we should be celebrating meat sweats. Yeah, quote uh, collaboration between Old Spice and Arby's to solve the age old problem of the notorious meat sweats that we've all faced at some point was a perfect match," said Matt Crable, Old Spice. Old Spice Vice President at Procter & Gamble. Quote, Old Spice continues to look for ways to leverage signature humor and unexpected partnerships that remind them of the importance of long-lasting protection, even if it's after eating a half-pound roast beef sandwich. Yeah, I mean, I feel like each CMO quote that we hear is like has a similar thing. It's like, we're finding new ways to use humor and unexpected partnerships to basically um, get people to think about our brands. Um, Meat Sweats is an interesting thing, to your point, like, I don't know if I've ever seen it leveraged in marketing or conversations. It, it is a culturally, like, it's it's an understood concept. Mm-hmm. My thought, and this is, again, totally just random first thing that comes to my brain. I have only had meat sweats when I've had, like, a big steak dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's t- traditionally, like, much later. So it's like, if I go to sleep that night, this is maybe <laughs> TMI, but, like, say I have a big, like, steak prime rib dinner right mm-hmm. like which happens maybe like you know a couple times a year i go to sleep that night and i'll like sweat in the middle of the night more mm. so and i think that's again if you're a fucking doctor you know calls right now <laughs> yeah. one two two three seven four seven five um that's my impression of me so it's not like you eat something and then you start sweating i feel like that's not how yeah, it's, it works it's, it's i feel like there's a bit not of a immediate. delayed yeah, thing it's a little when it comes to onset the, you know yeah exactly it's after eating massive quantities of meat and um i'm now on a you know science health line like what causes it but i don't know if it necessarily works this way i would say there's probably not a person who smells worse than like the average Arby's consumer? Maybe, you know, mm. you're crushing a, a half pound of that like mm-hmm. grade F meat for lunch every day. You, you need some fucking Old Spice. I mean, it does, to be honest, like, is this a great idea? I don't know, but I do think that these are the right brands to do it, right? Like Arby's. Sure. Like only Arby's could do this because I feel like, you know, they're like, we have the meats. Like, it's like that 
is feels like meat sweats is like an adjacent idea there. And then like they probably my guess is that this was their idea. I don't, I don't know whose idea this was, but like I think they probably reached out to a deodorant partner and was like Old Spice would be great for this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, they're big fans of Old Spice's products and creativity. It was a no-brainer. Have a little fun with this on the program. So that's what Arby's president said. Yeah, s- send us a box. Yeah, so this comes from Business Wire. It's sold out. $60 kit um, for uh, meat sweat defense kit. Um, did I see like a meat patterned shirt or some sort? Because I thought... Yeah, they had some merch on the website. Yeah, I don't see it here because I think it's sold out. But I remember seeing sort of like a shirt that was like had some meat on it. I just I just googled meat sweat merch, and apparently Arby's had meat sweats, which were sweat suits. Okay, which now is, that's now that's an idea. That's an idea. Yeah. That and they're and they're dope. It's like just full head to toe, like hoodies and sweatpants. Oh, all over, oh the all, all over print, all yeah, over yeah. print meat, um, sort of stuff. Like so, to me, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. So I would. I would, if you're going to do meat sweat, I feel like this was maybe a little too earnest where they're like actually giving out deodorant. Hey, but maybe, the pe- maybe people have, okay. this, people they, have this problem, Alex. Okay, I guess they have like, um, they gave out some sort of... Uh, is, that, is that a roast beef patterned shirt? Yeah, it is. Wow. So, sure, 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 Old Spice and Arby's. Um, I'm not going to Arby's and I'm not going to... I'm not... Actually, do I wear Old Spice? Sometimes. I don't. I don't really have a deodorant brand that I'm like a big fan of. This I think this is an opportunity here. I don't think there's any like actually good deodorants out there. I don't. I fuck with Schmitz. Ooh, it's a little, little natty deodorant that keeps me. It actually good. It actually yeah. works. I feel like yeah, um, it works. Uh, natural deodorant famously is like doesn't doesn't really work. Yeah, I mean I, it works for me. There you go, Kevin. And um, I, I'm a heavy sweater. There it is. Okay, cool. Moving on. Next story. Uh, Radio Shack um, is in the news this week. Um, I thought Radio Shack was dead, but apparently in 2020, a company called Retail E-Commerce Ventures, Ventures, known for relaunching brands like Pier One and Dress Barn, bought much of Radio Shack's assets with the goal of turning the brand into a cutting-edge e-commerce company. So I guess what happened, if to, <laughs> to, to uh, translate that, they went out of business. They are they were dead, and because Radio Shack has brand equity, mm-hmm. someone bought it probably for pennies on the dollar. Oh yeah, and they were like, "Cool, I can use the name Radio Shack to basically do something." Yeah, now it's a. I think what they're trying to launch is a crypto trading platform. Okay, and then they have their own like coin. Okay. You know, obviously. So I'm on the website right now. That's the obvious move. Okay. So it says, yeah. And uh, to promote their crypto platform and coin, they've, you know, got to garnish an online presence. And how do you do that? Yeah. Tweeting the most outlandish shit from your company account. Got it. From the verified. So I'm on Radio Shack right now. So it's, it's really interesting. They are selling some electronic products like led alarm clocks and things they're selling a lot of merch that says crypto center which i'm confused by they also on their website says shack is back that's fuck yeah which good line i guess so and then at the top there's like a bunch of logos of random companies pier one dress barn models like it's like literally every brand dead retailer It's like a, a murderer's row of literally yeah. dead retailers. I went to every single one of their websites. Did you? And most of them have like a one of those like spinning wheels. It's like the first pop up that comes up, oh. and, t- and you spin the wheel and you get like a a deal. Like you get like a thirty percent off coupon. Yikes! <laughs> this is some like predatory company is like um, I guess they're called retail e commerce ventures. Yeah. It's like buying these companies but, and like turning them into like. But this is the only Twitter that's uh, been fully popped off. So. I guess yeah. They so they're turning it into crypto, which again I don't fully understand. I guess oh, so you can kind of you can you can buy things with crypto. Is that how it's working here? Yeah, on radio. I Shack? think you okay. can buy things with crypto, and then you can also trade. You can also like crypto trade. Okay, like, that's I don't know what that means. But cool. Buying and selling. Interesting. Okay, so that's a kind of a, a, a new direction for Radio Shack. So. Kevin, did, you already said this, but they 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 decided that they were, they no one talks or cares about Radio Shack anymore because it feels like it's um, a dead 
dying uh, you know, thing from the past. On June 29th, Kevin, <laughs> do you want me to read the tweet? Um, maybe pick and choose which tweet you, tweet you read. I'm going to just read the first one. The most outlandish one? The one that started it all. Aradio Shack on June 29th tweeted, if you find a squirter, marry her. Jeez. And I don't know that what happened next, Kevin. Because uh, the yeah. internet blew up about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I saw it on you know meme pages. I saw some responses like, you know, I'm a follower of Christ, and you lost. You know, uh, you know the uh, y- y- this is what happens when you let the liberal media you know take control and like some really funny, thoughtful, dumb responses. Yeah. Um, but basically, it just circulated, and everybody was just kind of like, what What the heck is going on with Radio Shack? Like, why Why are they doing this? And they, 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 they're not stopping. It's not like a... Oh, they're not like... They're, it's not like they didn't fire the, t- the intern. No, this, this is their job. They're, they're trying to be, like, um, kind of offensive and stupid and just okay. kind of have viral tweets like this. Got it. This is... This is, is it working? Is it is it working? I assume it. I mean, is. I I, fo- I followed them on Twitter, <laughs> um, but am I gonna buy anything or trade crypto on their platform? Absolutely not. No, no. Um, so they're like flirting with Lizzo. They're like, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's very gross and it feels predatory and weird. But like, I guess. The irony of some of like an aging retailer. This is what I'm saying about like they bought the brand. The brand yeah. has clout because if they did this on some other account with some sort of random company that wasn't called Radio Shack, no one would be talking about. Yeah. it. No one cares. But because it's Radio Shack and like people have memories of going there with their like parents and getting batteries. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that if they were to tweet something insane like they are, then it's like oh my god, I can't believe Radio Shack is saying this. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I, I th- this this feels gross. Yeah, I don't it's an odd move for a brand. Um, let's see how it plays out. The shack is. I back. just don't uh, like nothing. Mm. Like I, I don't know. I mean, how <laughs> I mean, this is just trying to play into the media cycle and just you know, yeah. um, circulate and trying to circulate your way to success. And you know, if you're trying to launch like a crypto platform like you should probably try to be garnishing trust and like maybe integrity but you know this is probably just a crypto bro yeah i mean to be honest it is it's so weird it's like they're they have an OnlyFans account like onlyfans.com slash radio shack yeah it's very it's a weird it's a very bizarre weird turn where radio shack went from like yeah aging old tech like retailer not tech but like electronic retailer now to like horny crypto yeah. twitter account only fans yeah and i like, wonder who wrote that brand strategy yeah someone someone someone's doing this and also there's also someone who actually like probably spent like 50 years of their life building yeah. this company <laughs> yeah. and like just have their a- ass off and like built an amazing like American institution and whether that ended in success or not, like they built a brand and a company probably at its height that was, my guess was it was making significant money. Yeah. Right. And is now reduced down to this. Yeah. Just some, uh, 20 something year old social media manager. Yeah. Yeah. Complete- just yeah. To- tweeting totally out of pocket. Yeah. I want to see the Radio Shack Wikipedia. It was founded in 1921. So we're literally Jesus. next year's or this year's um last, last year. <laughs> 101 years old. God damn. They're 101 years old. They filed uh, chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2015. Yada yada yada. Let's see. Like they they were yeah, they've kind of had a couple different. They've they've had a lot of issues, and they've they've sold a couple different times, but they were sold in like eleven countries, and like you know, this was this was an American and and sort of in, an international institution. Had some really good logos. Whoa, nineteen seventy four Radio Shack logo, pretty sick. So, um, yeah, this is this 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 is a company that once meant something and had uh, something that 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 worked and mattered and now it's yeah some 20 year old crypto douchebag is uh is trying to 
or is using the internet to try to bring it back i mean this could oof yeah gross probably i mean it it could work but yeah i would say probably not it probably won't but right now i mean i did go through and look at the tweets and i would say they certainly have more engagement than i would imagine traditional radio oh for sure yeah whatever absolutely uh last story of the day kevin comes from the dial on are you familiar with the dial on the dial on is the number one resource for packaging news sustainability news uh you know collaborations partnerships all of it um and where we get most of our stories today this is the only story that comes from the dialline.com and it is something that i'm just gonna have we have to talk about quickly it's kind of happened a couple weeks ago but we've we've talked about coca-cola creations quite a bit coca-cola creations is the uh sort of arm and wing of coca-cola that um does some new and innovative products and uh, whether those things are limited editions or sort of more mainstream releases, uh, they did famously did Starlight, which was the first one tasted like space. I think the second one was Pixel, tasted like gaming, or uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows what and, it was. And then the third one is a collaboration with the DJ um, Marshmallow. Do people still listen to Marshmallow? I never listened to Marshmallow in the first place. I'm not really a big like EDM DJ guy. Yeah, but. He's an EDM DJ that wears a marshmallow on his head. That's so lit. And um, Coke, in collaboration with the artist Marshmallow, has released a limited edition flavor that for some reason tastes like watermelon and strawberry. Is that what shitty music tastes like? Apparently. And the thing that I thought was so interesting to me, because the packaging, again, is kind of cool. It's an all-white can, has a Coke logo that's kind of dripping. Like it's kind of a like a... Kind of looks like it was spray painted with like a crank like a uh, pen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's all white and sort of black. And then the only color is the Coca-Cola logo with the Coca-Cola Creations logo at the very mm-hmm. bottom, which is sort of a square. I think all this is really working for me and it's very cool. My only thing that I noticed immediately was there was a commercial or sort of like a 30 second like video mm-hmm. um, for this. And on the bottom of the the spot, it said tastes like watermelon and strawberry it's on the package too and it's on the packaging here which i imagine is because someone in the legal department Mm -hmm. after the launch of the first two products that did not describe how they tasted Mm -hmm. got either complaints or people were unhappy or confused by they didn't know what it was going to taste like and so now coke legal is not uh, allowing them to promote the products without uh, clearing sort of or um, designating or clearly identifying what the flavor is. Makes sense. Um, that ruins everything. Yeah. For me, the whole thing about these <laughs> that made them cool and interesting was the mystery. The mystery. Yeah. Because yeah, if you, you know, again, it's like getting a, a mystery candy or a mystery box or a mystery um, sort of lollipop. You yeah, don't know yeah. what the flavor is and you're like, whoa, that's weird. I want to try. I need to know what that tastes like. Yeah. The only thing I have to say about this is a missed opportunity uh, for Coke in, they should have did a marshmallow flavored cola or a s'mores flavored cola. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you did a partnership with someone whose name is marshmallow yeah come on and then you did a strawberry watermelon flavored coke yeah this is uh that's i mean i could see i could see the argument that maybe it's a little too on the nose but no you're the flavor should be marshmallow so i'm with you kevin two big misses one the fact that it's not marshmallow and two the fact that they had to say what it tasted like on the can and in the commercials like as a like a sort of legal disclaimer maybe it was because the dude's name is marshmallow and then it's a different flavor. Maybe that's why they had to, they couldn't leave it a mystery because it's like misleading to be like marshmallow flavored drink. And then I hope that's the case. Maybe that is the, maybe you're right. Maybe that would, that it, would actually make sense. Cause yeah. it'd be confusing to someone, maybe someone who got the flavor because it said marshmallow on it, assumed that it was marshmallow, then tried it and said it was strawberry and was like, Oh, I'm going to sue Coke because they told me that this was stra- marshmallow and it tastes like strawberry. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to, uh, Kevin, maybe you unpack that and figure yeah, it out. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm the yeah. meme of the math equation. You did. You, know, you cracked that one later. there um, yeah. very impressively. Um, we'll have to see what the next one looks like. Yeah. If the next one also discloses the flavor, then the whole thing is done. If the next one is uh, mysterious and secretive again, then we'll be okay. Um, Kevin, that's the show today. Um, thank you again uh, for bearing with us in our sort of like um, summer schedule, trying to find the time and the place to sort of record these episodes and bring you guys 
all the latest news and stories in design, branding, collaborations, packaging, um, Radio Shack tweets, and all things, yeah, in this fucked up, crazy world that we live in. Kevin, do you yep. have any uh, things that you want to say to the people before nope. we go? We'll see you guys next yeah, week. I, um, I'm lining up a guest. Sick. Peace.